All right. Welcome to episode 132, 133, something like that. Who cares? All I know is you did the right thing tuning in. So keep it that way, motherfucker. And keep listening to Adam Air MD. GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy. your business. By the way, it'll be easier to troubleshoot your problem if you're not calling from the phone that's having trouble. If you are, please hang up and call back from another phone or a landline. We do value your business. Please wait for the next available agent features. You're listening to Adam RMD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. If you got a show idea, press 1. If you got an idea, Press two. Have you ever been to a donkey bar? Leave a show idea. Press pound. Now. You know what? You got a better time building an Eskimo igloo in Mexico than waiting for this next agent. If you got a story, if you got a hero story or some bullshit, press pound. Now or wait for the next available agent. You can go fuck yourself. Press 1. If I can fuck off, press 2. If we can all fuck off, press 3. Thank you. The only time you really need to worry about anything is when this song ends. Make sure you catch the daytime special King of Pamper Mountain weekdays at 5. We're pretty fucking busy with a lot of mentally ill people calling right now. You may want to just wait. All agency assisting other customers. We do value your business. Please wait for the next available agent. You called Adam RMD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. If you got a story, press pound. Have you tried yet? We've been running this fucking show for a while now. We being me. If you're a fucking dick, hang up now. Need to Don't forget to wipe after you take a dump. Alright, let's try this motherfucker. Take 69. Time, space, reality, whatever the fuck that is. It's more than a linear path, dude. It's a prism of endless possibilities where a single path can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you already know. I am your MDGED 
and I'm your fucking guide through these vast new realities. Join me and quantum physicist Tim Simpson on this fucking awesome ass episode and ponder the fucking goddamn motherfucking question what the fuck if what's up dudes I wanted to do a Mandela Effect episode and you know I do a lot of episodes you wouldn't think were like PTSD or mental health related but everything relates to mental health dude so that's where I get to walk free and time travel just happens to be one of these fucking things that I want to fucking deal with. Not just time travel, but time period. And I didn't get to point out some of the Mandela effects that have been talked about for like a while now. Specifically on YouTube, because that's where they stick all the conspiracy bullshit at. So they can call you a conspiracy theorist that just gets all their information off YouTube. Well, if that's the only place it really is, then what does that leave you with? Anyway, let's go ahead and knock out a few. And I'll uh, bring out Tim Simpson here in a little while, which I guarantee will be fucking awesome. Uh, but let's talk for a while about some Mandela effects, and I'm sure you might know some or whatever. Uh, but the timeline, according to what I believe... It's fucking cracked, dude. Let's take a look at some of these cracked-ass fucking subjects. You know, the thing about the Mandela Effect is... Usually when people are trolling each other about what the fact is and shit... You got scientists saying, oh, you got a bad memory. Well, fuck scientists and fuck doctors and all that shit anyway. They're wrong about 80% about the shit they fucking talk about. And you can look around and see that that's fucking legit. But imagine that there are parallel Earths. There is a parallel universe. That's the whole thing about the Disney what-if concept is like, what if this reality existed? Well, in the Marvel Universe, they got it so both realities exist. Well, the same reality that the Disney thing consists of is the way it works here. And it works time as well. Because, look, maybe you're like me and you remember an Earth where... Publisher's Clearinghouse was real, and Ed McMahon really did work for Publisher's Clearinghouse. And then you got this other set of people that are like, no, he worked for American Family Publishers. First off, <laughs> I wonder how many dicks fucking get all trolly and cocky after they went back and did the research. And of course it's going to say American Family Publishers, because in this reality, that's what it always was. This wasn't always this reality, dude. Time doesn't necessarily work that way. See, if you got an Earth here and you grew up in it, and all of a sudden there was a quantum displacement somewhere in the center, some quantum bullshit distortion happened at one point, it could possibly melt uh, Earths into one Earth. So the reality that was happening on one Earth and the reality that happened in your Earth could become one reality. All of a sudden, you got a bunch of trolls. And the people fucking hating each other over this shit, too. I'm just like, oh, yeah, because you're a quantum fucking mechanic physicist. A quantum fucking physicist that actually understands all this shit. And you got all the fucking answers? Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Nobody takes it into consideration that both realities uh, are very real. 
Um, and you shouldn't be talking to people like that anyway, even though I do it. I do it on a show. I'm just like, hey, you cocky fucking dicks. You know how I talk. But in sincerity, both realities can exist, man. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Here's a couple of things that they call residue, facts of residue. Uh, here's one from Golden Girls, Betty White. Just a little snippet off of Golden Girls here. <laughs> anyway, you know, the whole thing is, is that both realities exist. Now they're melded into each other. It's a hard thing to wrap your head around, huh? Well, let's continue. For example, and there's a shitload of Mandela effects. You can go look them up, dude, and you can decide for yourself whether or not it's a probability that, uh, you're fucking just out to lunch, or did we really travel time? According to Tim today, you're going to hear a different perspective. He's going to get a little bit more scientific than my cartoony ass, but hey, it is underground cartoon therapy. Of course, you got to go back to the beginning of when time travel fiction began for me. Mr. Peabody. And his little pal Sherman. Brought to you by Jay Ward. <laughs> here you go, here's a sample. Peabody here with two prime examples of horror. First, we have this book, Murders in the Rue Morgue, which completely shocked the entire world. Secondly, we have Sherman's report card, which completely shocked PS32. <laughs> which brings us to the man we're going to visit today. My teacher, Mr. Peabody? No, the man who wrote the most famous horror stories of all time. Edgar Allan Poe. We sent away that control for Baltimore, Maryland in the year 1832. I did get an A in hockey, Mr. Peabody. That's hooky and step inside. The way back, which I invented one morning while waiting for a bus, responded magnificently. And there we were in Poe's study. And with that, the steel door closed shut, never to open again. Ooh, our timing is perfect. I bet he just finished the fall of the House of Usher. Peeking over his shoulder, we were thoroughly stunned by the title of the book. Winnie the Pooh? Yes, and tomorrow I shall write Little Women. But you can't do that, Mr. Poe. You're supposed to write horror stories. I've tried, but they all come out with happy endings. Perhaps if you were put into an environment of horror... That gives me a keen idea, Mr. Peabody. Let's take Mr. Poe to a haunted house. I was all for staying where we were, but it being Sherman's birthday, I decided to humor him. <laughs> and so on. And every gag line in the cartoon kind of runs the same way, you know. They go to see Beethoven, he wants to be a cook, you know. They got to change time. You know. Uh... You know, was this the beginning <laughs> of the conceptual fictional Mandela effect? Is the Mandela effect fictional? I don't know, dude. Everybody's seen Marvel that loves Marvel. And uh, you've been following the MCU. Everybody's seen Endgame probably a million fucking times by now. And we need some new shit. But the one part that I really like in there 
it only lasts about a minute and a half, and it's Don Cheadle and uh, Hulk. Don Cheadle is a uh, war machine, which I love Don Cheadle, by the way. All right, here's a sample. feel a little discombobulated from the chronoship. Don't worry about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait a second. Let me ask you something. If we can do this, you know, go back in time, why don't we just find baby downs, you know, and... <laughs> First of all, that's horrible. It's Thanos. And secondly, time doesn't work that way. Changing the past doesn't change the future. Look, we go back, we get the stones before Thanos gets them. Thanos doesn't have the stones. Problem solved. Bingo. That's not how it works. Oh, that's right. Wait, but who? Who told you that? Star Trek, Terminator, Time Cop, Time After Time, Quantum Leap, Wrinkle in Time, Somewhere in Time, Hot Tub Time Machine, Hot Tub Time Machine, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, basically any movie that deals with time travel. Die Hard? No, that's not what I This is known. I don't know why everyone believes that, but that isn't true. Think about it. If you travel to the past, that past becomes your future, and your former present becomes the past, which can't now be changed by your new future. Exactly. <laughs> I love it, man. But, you know, you get it. And I'm sure you've seen that a million times if you're as big a marble fucking head as I am. And etc. and so on. It's a little fucking convoluted. Marvel Universe, Disney, whatever, but you get the picture. What I think about David Letterman is that he's a scientific motherfucker. And I think he put it together... And he knew that Sally Field used to be called Sally Fields, I think. And, you know, you're not going to get on there and and talk about, you know, <laughs> hey, did your name change after the Mandela effect? So he does it kind of clever. He brings it up right when they're talking about uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And uh, all of a sudden he just pops up with this one. All right, check this shit out. Here's something else I love. Uh, I don't know anything about your family. Oh, Turns out you have a brother oh, who yes. is a, a scientist. A, uh, 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 a high-energy particle scientist. High-energy particle yeah, scientist. particle fi- scientist. He's one of the finest scientists on Earth. And where does he do his work? At CERN, where they, you know, the, I think there's 200 of them that, you know, you know, release this information about the Higgs particle, the God particle. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the, the scientists who, who made that discovery mm-hmm. um, at, at CERN, which I... I was able to go and visit, which is... We say CERN, that's in in Switzerland. It's in Switzerland. It's on the border between France and Switzerland. It's this entire city, basically, underground, which is this collider. And and, and your brother has done this all all his life? All his life, Where did he go to school? He went to Berkeley. Mm -hmm. He got his doctorate at Berkeley and uh, has been doing this. He's been doing, you know, putting those pieces together to figure out how we all started. Wow. uh, His whole life. It's crazy impressive, isn't it? It's crazy impressive. I mean, you know, the two of us, you know, he does that and I do this. You make people's heads twirl. It's funny, yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, So so you go over there. And and what is the thing? Is it a linear accelerator or something? No, it's it's called a collider. it's basically this enormous machine uh, that's, un, you know, miles underground. Right. Uh, and that they, you know, I don't know what they do. They spin it around, you know, right. things, and they smash things together. If my brother's listening to this, he'll be going, oh, my God, Sally, that's just, that's just pathetic. I think, I think we have a, an illustration of what it is over there. This is, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure that. that oh, my God. That, that looks like yes, not the one very the, far. I, I don't know. Know. 
I know, well, that's obviously me in the front. And then uh, then my brother's in the orange hat. And Joe is in the middle, who is, he's the head of the uh, team that my brother's on. They make two teams. Um, my brother's team, I hope I can remember the name, CM, CMS. Uh, and the other one is called Atlas. And they make two teams so that they'll rival with each other. And... Um, this was the spokesperson who took took me down into this thing, into this, you know, it looks like another planet you're on. And, and when they when they did this, the Higgs Higgs boson is it? It was the, yeah. Is that what it's called? I'm not really sure. What, the Higgs particle. So so what do we know now that we didn't know before they did that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Boy. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, the thing is, is that I do know that the work that they're doing is 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 so vitally important because everything, so many things that have that affect our society now started with this work. I mean, computers and yes. chips and all of the you know that stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it, it really, it, it, it sifts down right. from the work that they're doing right now. But let, let me try to rephrase it so yeah, that I understand. I haven't a clue. The, the, <laughs> the, the work that is being done yeah, there uh -huh. will help find another piece of the puzzle uh -huh. about existence. Yes. How we're here and where we are. How we started. How the world collided. I mean, how we all collided. It smashed to pieces. And... <laughs> And became yeah. what we have. Yeah, and and and, and you think about it. Wh oh, my brother is just rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but he. But when you think, you know, where are we? That's that's the one that'll make your head explode. Yeah. Where are we? Yeah. We know we're on a planet, yeah. but where are we? Where we we know we're in a solar system, but where we're in a galaxy, you know, but where I we're, wish we're in the universe? God my where? brother was here because he. Could we tried answer. to get him. I know. <laughs> He can answer these questions. He's on Fallon tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Rick to invite you to CERN and you too will go down just into bring, that. Just bring the guy here. Oh it, no, it, you need to visit the place. Well, I don't know, I'd be kinda scared. I would be too. You probably should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because you're down miles and miles. Miles and, and miles and, and, and miles. They, they give you a hard hat to put on, yeah. as if that would do anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. Whoa, look out. An atom. I just almost got hit in the head with an atom. <laughs> and it gets kind of scarier because Robert Field actually makes a response video to this. Let's play that. David, I saw the show you did. Last month, I think it was, uh, with my sister Sally, uh, where you talked about the Higgs boson and the LHC and me a little bit. And I thought it was a great show. Uh, it was so funny. Sally didn't get anything very accurate, but she showed a lot of enthusiasm. It's a wonderful show. And uh, I was also very impressed by you. Uh, you sound like you appreciate science mm -hmm. and uh, understood a little bit of it. Uh, and so I'm here at CERN now. We're having a meeting, CMS meeting. And uh, on behalf of everybody here at CERN, I'd like to invite you to come to CERN. And uh, we'll get you a hard hat so you don't get hit by a stray atom. And uh, we'll show you around. But you know, I actually have a better idea. I think you should bring your whole crew and do a David Letterman Ugh. show from here. Great David Letterman show from CERN. 
Well, according to the conspiracy theory, CERN is the one that caused the Mandela effect. And Robert's uh, little response there sounds a little uh, ominous, to say the fucking least. I don't know. Is CERN uh, really the perpetrator behind this whole thing? I think it might be. I think it might be. And here's an example of why I think it might be. Everybody remembers Sally Field's famous, uh, you know, uh, award acceptance speech. Here's a video off of YouTube. It's from uh, CryptoBag73. You can go look it up. Check this shit out. In 1984, Sally Fields delivered an iconic line during her Best Actress acceptance speech for an Academy Award. People have been repeating this line over and over for decades. However, the Sally Fields, who said, you like me, you really like me, existed in another reality. In this reality, we have a Sally Field, who said, you like me, right now, you like me. And I can't deny the fact that you like me. Right now, you like me. It's not what she said. I guess this means you like me. You really like me. 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 You like me. Over and over. You really like me. You like me. You really like me. You like me. You really like me. Acceptance speech field said, quote, I can't deny the fact that you like me now. You like me. <laughs> Didn't you say you really, really like me in there somewhere as well? And I'd like to say thank you to you because you like me. You really like me. It's about as scary as it gets. It's about as scary as it gets. Um, what happened to her in CERN? And does that mean that Robert Field used to be Robert Field's? It's hard to uh, deny that there is some kind of quantum distortion. Out of all the Mandela effects, that's totally the one that totally connects because Sally Field's brother is the one that created CERN. And before they go uh, operate the machine, they praise Shiva. And Shiva, if you know your little... Hindu Gods 101, you know damn well he's the creator and the destroyer. I don't know. Is that what Shiva's really coming out of now? That big old circle? Is it CERN? 
The mind boggles. The mind fucking boggles. Well, we're going to listen to Tim. He's not going to talk about any of that stuff. I'm going to let you listen to it. And it picks up right where we're talking about stoner dogs. <laughs> kind of a continuation from when your dog eats your fucking weed. Which is from a, a few episodes ago. You can go check that shit out. When your dog eats your fucking weed. I think what kind of voice would your dog have? Yeah, we, I mean, we have a deep voice. We have a high-pitched voice. I guess we it depends on what it what they look like, you know, or what, you know, if it's a Scottish, you know, fucking setter or whatever the fuck they're called. You think it'd be an Irish setter or an Irish setter? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Irish yeah, setter. He's like, hey, give me another drink off the Blarney Stone. Yeah, but see, they think about it. He might not be Irish. He could be a, you know, he can be because I don't know where was he bred at. Was he really bred in Ireland or was he bred here? Or he could be from Mexico. Yeah, that'd be Chihuahua. He goes stereotyping. <laughs> it's hard not to stereotype the dogs, My right? Friends, Lopoke Rodriguez. <laughs> you remember that guy? Oh, yeah, man. Hey, my cousin Speedy. <laughs> and that was a, some very stereotyping-ass motherfucking shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So was Speedy in a lot of ways. He was the East LA motherfucker. I'm ready to get this done. Arriba, arriba. Arriba, I'm the only. He was on, he was high all the time. <laughs> what if, what if we could, what if there's a dimension where the dogs are the ones that rule the humans? Oh, that's where they get that picture from dogs playing poker. That's what I'm saying. And then you know the humans are all laying on the ground, <laughs> licking their balls and shit. The, the dog's the ruler. <laughs> you gotta go out, you gotta pick up his shit. <laughs> you ain't pick up your own shit. You're picking up dog shit. <laughs> Fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, pick yeah. Pick up the dog shit. Hey, fuck that dog shit. Let it stop the ground. I wish they'd stop calling me a dog now. Pardon me while I sniff your butt and piss on your fucking wardrobe. Yeah. I'm going to take a shit in your litter box. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, what kind of cat is that? <laughs> Time traveling cats, huh? You got a fucking mountain lion. You know cats, they them big ass turds. <laughs> mountain lion. He <laughs> shit in your litter box. Oh, man. No, can't beat it. Bad girl, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I'm a good boy. <laughs> That's right. My dog, right? When she was born, uh, my wife got from a birthday party. The girl, like, well, she's like, you got one. When she was born, she was still born dead. Oh wow! The girl basically gave her. Mouth to mouth, quarterback. But the girl is kind of cool. The bitch is crazy. So now my dog is crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That bitch gave my dog that crazy breath. She is the kookiest. I mean, she's smart, but she's dumb. She's not. She's not all there. That's the problem. I think she's too there. 
she tried to play us like we're stupid, but then she's still a puppy, but she's she still do puppy shit. So she's like she's dealing with like a a very high IQ and yeah, it's trying to play dog. Right, right. Yeah, she knows exactly what she's doing. I can tell her when she's trying to feel things out. Funny shit. In the house, she's bad as hell. She's tough as fuck. Take her outside. She's scared of her own shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, you can't walk with a pipe on the ground. She was getting compared to pipe. Oh, man. Big trash can't get compared to big trash. What the hell are you going to do if somebody come attack you? You're going to haul ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you sure you, you should have ran faster than you. I can't run faster than you, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was our icebreaker here at 420. Four minutes and 20 seconds in. we covering the dog knowledge. That's yeah, just crazy shit, man. Other than that, dogs are fucking, they're pretty smart. Do you think that, uh, well, I guess in a what-if reality, anything can go, right? Yeah. Do you believe in the parallel universe thing that Disney's pimping off and that Einstein and all these guys talked about earlier? Well, a parallel universe to me is is like you can't see it, but you can live in it within the same universe because people always think, let's say you're a guy, you have an everyday routine. You go to the store, you buy your cigarette, go to the store, just saying cigarettes, you know, in general. But this story about it, come on. And the okay, that's the routine, that's the routine. So, what if one day you don't go to the store? You just, what I'm saying? just broke the uh, timeline. Yeah, you, you just don't, okay, I'm not going to do this today. And like, but that thing, but you going to the store was that it's a guy that sits on a corner and he kind of, he's like, says so a homeless guy and he kind of waits on you. You know, to speak to you every day. You make his day. You don't know that. So then he's sitting there waiting. You don't go to the store that day. You know, it's like, damn, he probably think, what happened to the guy that's seen? And you, you know, it's just, it's changed. It's changed. I'm trying to say, change. Only thing constant is change. That's true. That's what I'm saying. So to say a parallel universe, you don't know if you've been in one. Or you know, living in one person, or is that one person? Everything's constantly changing, and, we, and people can barely deal with the changes that's going on in this world. Let alone try to get into a parallel universe, think everything's going to be the same. Oh, it won't be. There'll be some slight difference, right? Got to, got to be a difference. Yeah. Because that's because if it's running parallel, that means it's two different things. It's got to be two different, two different things. One's on top, one's on the bottom, side by side. Either way, you can't have an up without a down. You can't have a top without a bottom. You can't have a left without a right. So if everything's going good on this side, you can barely deal with change. You get over there, shit may be going even better or maybe going worse. Okay, it what just saying, depends, right? My, right, so from my point of view, I'm thinking what I'm saying about fellow universes exist, but you have no way of going if you haven't been to or, or you know you wouldn't know if you were in one. 
would we know it if we because according to like what they call the Mandela effect I've just been calling it the effect but so many people cannot be wrong about their memory well see that's the thing about the afterlife once you pass like like once you pass once once you die once your body frequency reaches 25 you're spiritually you're, you're, you're physically dead but energy never dies and that's that 25 percent that energy goes away. You know what I'm saying? And it has, it loses memory, it loses thought, it loses feeling. It loses all that because it's basically brought down to just about 5% of energy. And it picks up energy. Whatever uh, zodiac you're born under, that's the constellation you will pick up energy in your spirit travel. So, in a way, it is all these combined universes in one. Right, so what I'm saying, you never knew if you was in a parallel universe because it's like this. If you go this way, if you, if you know a bad motherfucker down this down the street, you don't you don't go that way because something bad might happen. So you walk down this block. So you take this block every day. But one day you don't go to the store, you take this other block. You might get killed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all because you chose to go this path where you know there may be something down there. And with, nobody should fucking harm you, but it's just the way shit goes. Because shit is constantly changing. Nobody knows when it's going to leave. Nobody knows if there's a parallel universe. Nobody was ever able to access it. Like I said, if you're in it, you don't know. They're like, why did that happen here? Huh. Well, he didn't take his normal route. He was coming home down 421, da 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 <laughs> Instead of going straight across the bridge, he decided, to, you know, to him, I'm, I'm going to turn on his way and go by the house. Boom, you hit a deer. You understand what I'm saying? I do. If you stayed on your normal path, you would have made it home. But no, you are. I'm going to go this way. Boom, you hit a deer. And it changes the whole timeline. It's, it's random. Because you had a random thought, I'm going to stop by this guy's house. Boom, you hit a deer. The first thing is like, damn, why the fuck I even go to his house? You know what I mean? Damn, I should just went and took my black ass home. And everybody comes across that at yeah. some point. Right. There's always something that... What if I would have went this way instead of left? That, right. That's change. It's constant. Which relates into chaos theory. And that's where we're at. Going back into chaos. Chaos was the time without order. That goes, like I say, Tiamat. Tiamat was, she lived in a time, her, when she was formed, it was through a time of chaos because the dragon was a, a, a dangerous hermaphrodite. You know what I mean? It was all, that, that means it can uh, female at one season, female at another season. We know vice versa. But the thing is, his DNA didn't have like a, a set code, like a man's gonna come out of man, a dog's gonna come out of dog. She was just through everything combined. This is what you got. When all amino acids and earth molecular structures came together, this is what you came out with a winged serpent with feathers, tail. You know what I mean? It, it, it was like, wow. Pure chaos. And that's what it was. 
That's why she gave birth to so many different animals, you know, starfish, seahorses, you know, uh, well, scorpions, vipers. Think about it. All, this, the, all this kind of like uh, aquatic style life. That's what I always yeah, knew Tiamat to be like a, an ocean planet. Yeah, right. And, and that's where she come from. She was born in the ocean. It does freak me out that there would be this planet seven times the size of Earth. And that would have all these kaiju on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. gigantic mm -hmm. things, you know, these gigantic. Yeah, he was uh, able to live in that cold, man. It was just the point that Earth was pushed into this position, you know, knocked off, broken up. It folded in on itself over time. Folded in on itself, made the Mariana Trench, which ain't up with a big ass scar. And you have the moon, which is that piece just sitting right there. That's why the moon don't rotate, because a lot still connect to the Earth. And anybody that's talking about the Kundalini still connected to the Earth, and that's also connected to the moon. The moon was represented by Kingu. Kingu was the, uh, let's see, he was like the offspring or lover of Tima. She made it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And he represents the moon. The earth represents Tima. Her lover is the moon. What if, <laughs> what if uh, Marduk had missed Tiamat and, uh, and Tiamat was still here. Well, then we wouldn't exist. It would we still be Tiamat. Yeah. Because that means she'd won the battle. In a parallel universe, that did happen. Yep. And that's the thing. We're still, we're still dealing with that because you still have people basically, like I say, yoga. You know what I mean? That represents the, the Kundalini. Yes. That's, that's Tiamat itself. You know, uh, the serpent. Uh, a lot of people say Inky was the serpent. You see, it's just the point of you're still dealing with that serpent. You're still dealing with that dragon. Or you can call it uh, the, uh, what was the, uh, Seshnaga. Sesh Oh, uh, that's the seven-headed snake of India, you know. They gave India to uh, Inanna, did Inanna that got India? Mm -hmm. In the Hindus Valley, they gave her that for a gift. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, Inky gave her that because she was his granddaughter and he, he was like in love with her. And they give her the Hindus Valley in, in Harpen, India. And you know that was it was symbolized through the uh, through the uh, through the lotus. Move. I think That's your dog has something mind. to throw down on this. Was was your dog want to say? Trying to talk. <laughs> I know. I hear. What you want to say? <laughs> what else? What else happened? You heard that? He said he wants to eat more weed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a dog guest on the show before until now. Oh, she likes the bark when I get to talk. Yeah, she likes it. She's not paying attention. And that's another thing. 
creation of dogs. They say all dogs come from wolves. Right? All dogs come from wolves. That ain't true. Now, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> like uh, all the uh, all the Tiamat aside, on a scientific yeah. end, uh -huh. um, where are we? Like, as far as like, do you believe that the CERN Hadron Collider uh, was able to move the Earth? And if if that was the case, did it crack the timeline? Because that seems to be what the conspiracy theory generally no, it is. Can't, it, it can't move the Earth, man, because Earth has a wobble. You know, Earth has a wobble. Every 2,000 years, you know, it wobbles. It goes on as it goes tilt. And, and the thing is, the Earth's crust has already been slipped around the Earth. Like, what is it? Every, it started every 26,000 years, the Earth's crust was slipping around. Then it went back start doing it every like every 16,000. You understand what I'm saying? And then it got shorter and shorter, you think? It seems like it's getting shorter and shorter because the magnetic poles is, is jumbled up because true north is too north. It's amazing. There's no person or no instrument besides another planet that's bigger can move this earth. The most high itself can move earth. And that's not of course. It creates all. But it's just the point of can't move. It's fixed. Man cannot move the earth. No. <clears throat> Man can't move it at all. We we may like I say, because if you look at us, we're minuscule today. We even though there's a lot of people, we don't cover shit. We may cover a lot of the land, but the ocean, nobody inhabits that motherfucker. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Then there's places on this earth that motherfuckers don't go. Because you can't get there. You know, <laughs> or just the point of you're too small to move. You can't create that. What you can do is destroy it. But you, I don't even think you can blow it up. You can blow a chunk out of it. But you can't blow it up. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we. What if we? Uh, <laughs> you could blow, blow the atmosphere off this motherfucker. If we could, it could do that. It could destroy everything. You know what I mean? It could do a lot of damage to it, but you can't move it. You can't move it. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the reason. It's gravity, man. It, we're spinning so fast that we're standing still. You feel me? Yeah. It, you you just can't move it. You can't. You can't even see it turn. I mean, you, you can over time. You can watch the. You know, the sky, you know, the sun go across it. But you can't see because that's, if I look at that star, then the star's still in the same position. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how fast we're fucking spinning. Why would they try to move the Earth? Would it be because the Nemesis system was in the trajectory of us? They would try, man. I, but you know what? You can't. Stop faith. That's true. And I believe like that. I say, you, you can do a lot of things to this earth, but you can't move. Offer the simple. They can they can throw up some little thick ass diagram, and because once you do move it one inch to the left, not even an inch, just a little bit to the left or to the right, we're dead. 
anywhere out of what it rotates and wobbles. If you take it out of any of it, it's going to fuck up. H2O is water. If you add another fucking oxygen, you got peroxide. You feel me? Yeah. It's just that is that vulnerable. You can't eat garlic. We're going to you can't do it. Because hmm. you'll kill everything all because you're going to be either too far from the sun or too close to the sun. Now, what is the deal with things changing from what our memory... Because those scientists will say it's your weak-ass memory that remembers things a certain way. But how can so many people remember, like, for example, the, the classic one is Sinbad uh-huh. making this movie back in 94 or 95 called Shazam. Uh-huh. Now, what's up with that? I mean, how, how can half the population remember this thing and the other half don't? It's, it's called selective memory. Half of them didn't see it. And then half of them, you know, so much things they saw so much that they don't remember. Or they would, because you have some people will remember some shit and ne- never saw it. But like, yeah, people claim that. to have, have had, not, to, not to steamroll you, but they claim to have, like me, I, I was reading this, uh, remember Wizard Magazine or whatever, or Diamond? And it had all the comic previews in there. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that, and I remember seeing that Sinbad ad in there for uh-huh. for the movie that was never made. Is that quantum distortion? Nah, man. It was probably, like you say, it was probably never made. It was just the point of where... I, you, know, well, you know, I, I, I could put that in a quantum distortion. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I could put that there. Off the simple fact, it was uh, I'm gonna say it's more of a quantum thing. It's just more of how much stuff you saw over time. You see a lot of stuff when you're an artist. Artists have an eye and they see things, see things. And sometimes you would think you saw this here, but you actually saw it there. You feel me? Yeah. It's just like um, I'm gonna say transposing the number because me and myself, I have a problem with uh, 49 and 94. I have to look at that shit at least four or five times just to make sure I got it right. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And it's just, I think it's just that your brain has so much storage space in it because shit gets lost. And random shit will pop up. Like, oh, damn, I remember that right there. But it'll get lost again. And sometimes you can remember a song. But then you can't remember the fucking word. You know what I mean? Like the next day, like, damn. What was that song I was singing? Or you remember the song, but you can't remember the word. And you just, it's like right there on the tip of your head. You just can't. Yeah. That's just storage space in your brain, man. So your brain is a supercomputer, and we don't know how to use it. Because we only access like what, 8 to 10% of it? No, we access all of it. We just don't know what to do with it. You think we access all of it? Yeah, we just don't know what to do with. How come people are just so stupid mostly? Because <laughs> they don't know how to use it. You use all your brain. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it. Think about it. What the fuck is using half of their brain? You only use eight percent of your brain. Then why the fuck I got so much brain? 
Aliens on a space hole or whatever. Keep my fucking shit from caving in. No, you use that motherfucker, man. There's three different parts of your brain. You have the reptilian part, which is the oldest part of the brain. That's either fight or flight. You know, then they help recognize fear. You have the limbic part of your brain, and that helps you, you know, uh, build family, community, and shit right there. And then the front, the cerebral part of your brain, that connects you with the most high. That gives you your spirit. That gives you your thought. That gives you your, it connects everything. It gives you a oneness. It keeps you from being, it kind of helps you know right from wrong, you know, killing them up. I mean, some people don't use their brain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, they just don't think. But that's the that's the humanity part. That's the youngest part of you. Mm. And you use all those. But people, they think, oh, you don't use Motherfucker, if somebody shoot off a gun, pow, you running. That's the motherfucking oldest part of your brain. Fight or flight. Fight you know or I mean? flight, that's, yeah. That, that's the, that's the, uh, the reptilian part of the brain. That's the connected with the earth. It's the part of the earth. Tiamat, the dragon. You know. And then you have the human parts of the brain. Well, the uh, the primal parts of the brain, which brings the community, I like that, the limbic part, and then the cerebral part will connect you to the most high. That's just your spiritual part. You feel me? Yeah. So that is what connects everything. You have the intellectual man. You have the physical man. You have the spiritual, but you never reach the spiritual man unless your physical and your intelligence can get together, didn't it? Hmm. And that's just it. Hypothetically, if we could travel time, would we destroy everything? If we could, most likely. <laughs> that's how we are, right? <laughs> we would try to destroy everything. Now, they would do it in the name of science, but first off, a lot of them... <laughs> I know there are a lot of, it's just the point of that if, if, if a guy came back right now, said he was Jesus Christ, don't you know they would put him in, uh, you know, if they, they would question him and try to get him to, can you walk on water? Can you do this? Give him a biopsy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they take testing his blood and his <laughs> DNA. Like, really? You want to make sure you're the real with it? It's not the point. Because you're not connected to your spirit. Because oh. now you, you're living off that fight or flight. You feel me? And most of the time, we they like to fight. Mm. And that's the most primitive part of the brain. Is Everybody at war right now. Do you believe that time is something that is formidably something that you could travel? I think time... In order, in order to go through time, you have to be able to go faster than light. You understand what I'm saying? You have to be able to move faster than light. A light year is six trillion miles. Yeah, know, 60 trillion. Kilometers. Yeah. You know, that's how fast it moves and how fast the child's going to get six trillion miles. Whew. And that's fast. You got to be. We can't even wrap our mind around that light. fucking number, right? Right. We can't even. Man, light is uh, electro. What is it? Electromagnetic. You know, and that's only the light we can see. That's like all the color spectrum. The electromagnetic wave. Red, yellow, blue, green, purple. But we can't see ultraviolet. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's uh that goes into higher light physics. Which we in higher light physics there's no boundary. And 
that's when you start getting light speed and parsecs, you know, like a parsec, like a half of what is it called? Uh, the distance between one planet to the next planet, or something like that. That's part of it, like that. But a light year, you have to be able to move fast in a light in order to go through time. And your body can't hold up. But what you can do is build your mind and your pineal gland up, and you can actually project. But then that's when you have to get your chakras. You have to be, you have to cleanse your body. First off, you have to cleanse your body. You have to cleanse your body one to eat. Because that's the trap of the physical. So you have to leave the physical. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you, it's basically you have to fast. You have to not want, you have to discard that feeling of wanting to eat. You have to cleanse on You have to have the chakras in Once you can rotate, then you vibrate back and forth. You can astral project. You believe in that? Yeah. That's, a, see, the pyramids themselves were, at one point, used for that purpose. They're That's like, why they're all around the world. Because they can astral project from this one to that one. Hmm. And the thing is, if you didn't come back in time, that was set for you. Or if you think you got lost, you don't come back. They take and cut your innards out, put them in jars. So if you come back, you're going to need them. But they take your innards out and they preserve your body. They wrap you up. We're going to store you right here. But when you come back, your stuff is ready for you. And which we know a lot of them, they come back and they end up dying. So they mummify them anyway. That's why you can have put squaddle or uh, throw in Machu Picchu or Tiwanaku, whatever. And throw them in Egypt. Those places that period. Yeah, they do. Everywhere there's a pyramid, those same Anunnaki guys travel. Mm. They set those places up. There's pyramids everywhere. Some of them don't look like pyramids, but some they are. And those were basically put there just through thought. Like I said, higher light physics is a physics we know nothing about. And that's dealing with time. I say light can be refracted. Light can be light don't need a vacuum. I mean, uh, air to travel, it can travel in a vacuum. So you have to be able to move that path. You know what I mean? But you got to break all these. You got to break the physical in order to travel through time. Well, what about... Because uh, I, I still see all these evidences that I know that are, are not my false memory. So I'm just wondering, like, it's got to be some level of quantum distortion or some kind of, like, break into a Rosenberg bridge. <laughs> you know? I heard that. Wow. That's what, that's what the whole hubbub's about, bub. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers all talking about that Rosenberg Bridge. It even gets dropped on Thor Ragnarok, remember? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And he goes, oh, that looks like a super, uh, Dr. Banner's, oh, that looks like a supernova eclipsing with a Rosenberg bridge. They call it the devil's anus. Yeah, in which is that such a thing? Could that be a reality? It, it it could be, but that's just you know that's good wordplay for a comic book. They do a lot of things like that to try to they make it seem more real than what it is. Uh, movies is art imitating life, and life is art imitate life. How do I say that? Right? Life imitate art, and then art imitate life is what it is. Yeah, it's like a because back and forth. You, 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 you do things, or they see people do stuff, okay, then we want to imitate that, but we want to make it better. So then some people see that shit, they try to live that shit out. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, dude, I really not, I can't do that. Huh. You know, it's just that the point of... It's almost like picking out selective shit to to make it sound like it could be a feasible reality. Right, right, right. They they, they try to make it, they feed it into you good because they know if you're into comics, so they say you're into comics and they get into this thing. People that are in the comics do a lot of reading. And you know, and right now, there's a lesson like for, they can easily, Stuff's in the news, you know, you're going into space, and now you get all these new guys talking about this, and you get all these uh, theorists, and they're hearing these words, and they're hearing these words, and hey, let's put this together, back down to that. That's like the fat earth. Yeah, yeah, that, that can really happen. So yeah, you think it's like relevant to the way people are all like flat earth and. Yeah. Kind of same difference. Yeah, because at a point, it's, it's kind of true, but then again, it's not. There's no way it could be, or there is, is there a way that it, that it could be? No, so it's like, so like flat Earth. I'm going to give you an Flat Earth is the new planet, right? Yeah. The Earth, is, if the, Earth, the Earth is flat to a certain extent. It's the part you're walking on. But it's also round because that's just the shape. You're not, gravity is a motherfucker, man. It's going to fuck with you. And the earth is so big, you can't see the contour of this shape, regardless how fucking, you know what I mean? You look up, you're not going to see it because you're too damn small. Because right now, at nighttime, you look up there, you don't see any boundaries. You don't see a dome going over that motherfucker. No. And only, you know, hey, man, it's just, it's just a dome and it gets flat on the bottom and you read the book. Listen here, man. <laughs> Motherfuckers have no idea that a lot of those books were fabricated by a motherfucker just to have your brain fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them was, because they were translated. As I was saying, a lot of them books were translated, and translation got screwed up. You know, over time, translation got even more screwed up, and even more screwed up. And the book they couldn't translate. They took them out. And those books that they took out are the same books that people need to read that would give people answers to time travel. You know what I'm saying? Any dimension you want to get in, because there are dimensions, but we can't get into 
they're like three, what, three, six, and nine. They never, those are magical numbers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, with three, six, nine, and there's two, four, eight. Um, it's just that you won't, how do I say, we're dumb. Like I said, our brain is super confused, but we don't know how to use, like, it's like a smartphone. We don't know all the capabilities that we can use. Like, if we use our whole brain. We just don't know we can do this. Damn, I can do that. <laughs> Figure it out. You can do it. And that can't do it. And that you're not accessing that part of your brain. You just don't know how. A mystery is only a mystery until you solve it. Now, the one thing I wanted to talk about was <laughs> when we were kids, uh-huh. from my memory, uh-huh. you were murdered. Right. And you know, you know, when I found you, I was like, just so relieved, but astounded and just, it just blew my mind, you know? And, and, like, and, that, and that was your different, and that was your parallel universe. And it caused me PTSD for 34 years. Right, like I said, you don't know if it's going good or bad. Yeah. Until you get like, I'm like oh damn. Like I said, shit is, I don't know man, shit is just the way it is. And that's the way it's gonna be because we were given so much knowledge when we were modified, but we didn't, it, then the teachers left. Hmm. You're like shit. Like I said, you, you have, brains that's the motherfucker but we don't know how to do shit with them we know we use them and like they ain't like we don't like you don't use eight percent nah fuck they use your whole shit you use it to the maximum ability yeah but you still know how to do you know what i'm saying it's like uh let's, let's say uh it's like multiplication you didn't know multiplication you, you know how to add but we do multiplication right yeah and basically, is but all that is is counting. Now you just count by twos or fours or six, eight. You know what I'm saying? There's no, it's not a trick. You didn't access shit. You just learned something new. I'm glad that I was able to, to get you back, man. <laughs> That's all I got yeah. to say. <laughs> all right. But see, but, see, and, 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 but in that aspect, my brother got murdered. That's what happened. Right. See, my brother got murdered. And uh, I was like, dude, that was fucked up. But see, he didn't get murdered until I was, I was, I just turned 22. He was 23. You feel me? He got murdered. And that was because he chose to go home. They told him to stay, stay here. No, I'm going home. That was that choice. That was that parallel universe. How far did he? How far was he going? He was going from Houston Moore down to Fourth Street. Basically, from you know what um, you know Houston Moore. Right? Yeah, Lake I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lake Park. Yeah, right down to Fourth Street. That was that was Thirteenth Street, Fourth Street. Because <sighs> I remember when I came to school. And, you know, if I could have traveled time myself, I would have been the dick to fucking go back and rescue your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And uh, that's the reason why people aren't allowed to go back in time physically. Because we we just try to alter it would, all the time. Right. right. So you can astral project there. Move around there. You may even be seen, but you won't be in physical. Mm. You may show up and somebody may catch you on a picture. Hey, I got a picture. This guy, I seen this guy look familiar. Nah, that one, he really wasn't there. It didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? No, any point that didn't happen. He was he was there, but he was the astral projector. He wasn't physically there. Yeah. They call what you what would it be uh, your aura because it's like I said, it's that's that's a higher light physics. And that your aura can travel time. Right. That's your astral projection because you have thought, you have feeling, you can see. That's you. That's your inner self. That's energy. See. Man, a human is just a star trapped inside of a physical body. Hmm. That's we're energy in there. We're energy. We're electric. Our base core is lithium. But they would use the electrolytes or whatever uh carbon, you know, stuff like that. But see, all that stuff, the first elements was helium, you no know, hydrogen. Lithium and deuterium, those the first, and what was, uh, I didn't listen to this wrong. I think my mind's kind of stuck. It's more. There was four <laughs> elements. You know, the first, first ever, 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 when there was basically, say, nothing devoid, in which, there, in a vacuum, you have, uh, subatomic particle, keeping it like that, making it, keeping shit out, making it a, a vacuum. Protons, neutrons, you have some gluons. Those are in there, move. But then when those cloaks start getting bigger, it makes those gluons stick together. Huh. And the gluons make the protons stick together. But then that's called the Higgs boson. Yeah, that's what is it called again? The Higgs boson. H I G G S boson, B O S. It's a win. And it gets dropped again on that Infinity War or the, the second part, Endgame. Yeah, the Higgs boson is the, what they call the God particle. The God particle. Yeah, right. But see, if you uh, now, what's funny about that? It shapes like a what's that? A, a pentagon? Not a pentagon, but a hexagon. Shapes like a hexagon because they try to recreate it, but it's a flash. And when that flash come up, that's the shape it leaves. Right. Yeah. Which right, fits in the pie somehow. Right. Right. But think about it. The same symbol for Marduk is that same symbol. It had the same shape. Oh, shit. I'm going to check that out. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Marduk had 50 names, but he had a, uh, one title in the shape, like, like it's a pentagon shape. You put it up like, yeah, not the same shape. Huh. Uh-huh. Or the symbol for God, or like, and that was that same shape. And at the time, that was they gave that shape to Marduk. And then after he killed him, he had 50 types, like 50 different other names. Right. With all some different little designs. But like I say, if you read like the Sumerian, any Sumerian script, you can find it. Look for that symbol and you'll see that. That's, that's the shape of the Higgs boson. But there's also a circle, well, a sphere, a triangle, and a cube. Or should I say, I'm going to say a triangle, uh, a pyramid, or a tetrahedron. That's what they're, they're, that's all those shapes together. The three basic shapes. 
those are three main shapes. Those shape. I like to put all those shapes together. You can get any other shape. But see, like I said, that we get back to it, a dark particle is what gives matter mass and mass matter. And that and it takes time for that to grow. That's what it's <laughs> about, time. Planted. That's what it's about, time. Right? And that's how you get it planted, because you need time and space. And we have a space was created first. But over time, because it mostly caused those things to bump together. There were those first elements. Pop, pop, pop. And when they busted, bam, now you have 14 more elements added to it. No, it's no, excuse me, you had 11 more, so you had 15 elements. So in the, and then those elements, you have like carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and so, ah, but anyway, you get serotonin. Serotonin is the happy, you know, the happy drug. Right. But serotonin. Yeah. Serotonin is created in the pineal gland. That's in the brain. All right? Yeah. Pineal glands in the brain. And the pineal gland also produces melatonin, which puts you to sleep. Serotonin wakes you up, pushes, and melatonin puts you to sleep. It's like indica and sativa. <laughs> and the hormone from those two is DMT. Now, this was all created over time and space. Time and space, it took that long. It took that long. Space is 13.7 billion years old. That's time and space. I can see, and, and one thing that's physical in there is us, and that you cannot conquer unless you break the physical. You have to be like, that's because the physical has been made already. That's mass. We don't, we don't know. We don't have any control of the book of destinies or the needs or the betas. We don't know how to operate this physical. We can think. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's physical is it's easy because it's it's physical. But we haven't had a chance to work with this energy on the inside of us without this physical. You can always think to yourself, but the brain is as big as space. And that's what God gives it space, space, time and space is what you got. But we have a limited amount of time because we live in a limited amount of space. Have you ever astral planed? No, man. And you know what? That's a lot of things. A lot of people just think about that. And when you do that, there are things there to keep you in check. There's things there to keep you in check. There are um, there are, there are gatekeepers. And those gatekeepers that are keeping you, they travel in lines and angles, which is light. You understand what I'm saying? I think so. so. When, you, when you're doing it, you're light moving in time. So you have to travel in circles. Time is represented by the circle. Who do you so think you those, pro oh, sorry. Who do you think the protectors or the gatekeepers are? Those are the dark brothers. It's two of them. And they're basically there to extinguish your life. They're to keep you in check because there are boundaries that you shouldn't go. One thing you should never tamper with is time. <laughs> <laughs> what are the brothers' names? Do you know? They just know it as the Dark Brothers. The Dark Brothers. Yeah. 
That's why they always say, always dwell in the light, never dwell in the dark. Because the dark brothers still when you do. And it's just the point of when you ask for projection, it's kind of because because it, it all deals, it goes back to yoga and the Kundalini. Tiamat and the dragon and the serpent because Tiamat was created the first zodiac. You know, that was the uh this uh Full man, like scorpion fish. They, they, I mean, they were some crazy things, dude. And those things, even though a lot of them got killed, they were still energy, too. They're still energy and light. They still dwell, too. Because the energy never dies, it only transfers or becomes what is the potential energy. It rests, but it's still energy. Say, oh, we got potential. But get him out there let him do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it's, it's kinetic energy or potential energy. Energy never dies. So with that being said, time is somewhat of an end because you move through time. You understand what I'm saying? You, you cut through time. Yeah. You can't go around. You got to go through time because time never changes. Things change in time. In order, in order for us to time travel, we have to break the physical. That means you're no longer going through, you know, you're not cutting, you're trying to escape time. You're trying to cheat it. And think about time, time is, you, you have a past, you have a future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to go backwards, why would you go backwards? People want to go backwards is change shit. It's just not a good idea. <laughs> it's not for you to tamper with. <laughs> but if, if man could, they would, right? That's the first thing they would do. You don't feel like they're doing that right now? If they can, if they can travel faster than the speed of light, dude, they, they would have been on every planet you can think of by now. They would be just like, I don't know. If they had that tech, they would use it. Yeah. You would be able to move through space fast as hell. What do you call it? The Hose Bigson? Um, the uh, Higgs Boson. Higgs Boson. Yeah, I'm a Hogs Bigson? Yeah. People are like, what? What the fuck did he say? I know, I'm dyslexic. That's the God particle. Okay, so if they could utilize that which is part of the conspiracy theory with CERN. Now, oh man, they could do that. They would be shit. I mean, that's the whole thing. About they would try God. to hide from God, right? They would, and that's the thing you can't because he's there in the future. He's everything in every timeline too. It's right, the same thing. You, right. Everything you try to do. Because you have people, they're, they're protectors of time. There's a, one of the seven. I mean, excuse me, yeah, it's one of the seven. It was five, six, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Those are the seven. And I want to say this number three has to do with time and future. And he's there to make sure. Because see, well, if you hear, so like, the future's tomorrow. And the day after that, and the day after that, that's going to come. But 
if you get killed, it don't come for you, but it's coming for everybody else. And so it's, it's already there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's already laid out. The past has already happened. And, and like I said, like you said, if people go back, if they can go back in the past, the first thing they're going to want to do is change shit. Oh, I'm going to try to keep my cousin from getting killed. No, no, no. Guess what? You have to let the natural order yes. flow. Yes. Because it already happened. Otherwise, be it becomes created. artificial in that, you, right. in that sense. You'd be, you be creating another timeline, but also a simple fact, you want to die off too. And if you create that other timeline, that's a Rosenberg bridge. Is because that's your because you got killed in the present. I mean, you got killed in the past. That would be your present, and which to us that'd be the past. Mm. It gets confusing, huh? Yeah, pretty it'd fast. Because it'd be there. Because they they went because they were living in the present. If you go back to the past, that's still your present. You just went back to the past. Hmm. And that's what the Hulk says on the uh, Avengers movie, too, to Rhodey. He's just like, yeah, if you go back, your present's still your present. Yeah, because you went back. You're just dwelling around in the damn past. You just created a different timeline. Right. You created, I can say, a timeline. You just created some of a small wormhole for yourself. But now, basically, you got to get back. Do you stay back or do you try to catch up with time? The time that you left. Because, because still that'd be your presence. So now you gotta deal with what the time zone or time or the era that you're in. You can't go back from this era and go from this era and go back to where shit's real fucked up and try to act like it, you know, it ain't gonna be cool. It won't be cool. So we know our past is fucked up with the racist shit. Oh yeah. You know, and you you go back, nigga, what the hell you tell me? Yeah. When you gonna be dressed, honey? <laughs> <laughs> Your slang gonna be different. Yeah. You know. They're gonna be like tripping on you. What's that? What's yeah. that uh, thing on your uh, wrist, boy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah now you putting technology out of place. The same shit Anunnaki did. Put technology out of place. You brought shit here, that shit that been here. What would be the real reason we would ever really need to go back if, if it was like, what would be the pertinent pertinent reason that we would have to ever travel back in time to fix something? Um, Is there a reason? If there, if you... I said you could end up blowing out half the earth and you're still able to do it. But once you blow out half the earth, then you get it fucked up. Because you didn't change the magnetic of the earth. You won't be able to get back. We want to come back to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the point of. I don't know. It's difficult. Now, thinking, or, that's just like saying, that's, you can reset time for 20 minutes. Like a reset. That'll never happen. You can't do it because shit happened. You remember the old Superman movie flew around the world and made the shit go backwards. And, you know, because Lois Lane's car got stuck in a ditch, the kids ended up dying. 
Oh yeah, and he was and he circles, but I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and he spins the world backwards. Like man, that's a crock of shit. Yeah, I well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even kids, I think, knew that book. somehow. Like, yeah. You book comic book. And that's all it is. Right. It's a fictional comic. Right, and that's just the thing. People, things get put out there, and people jump on them. And some people jump on them real hard. But the real shit that should have been out there, they try to, oh man, that shit ain't real. That, you know, they, they try to play it down, all because they don't understand it. Like, or, or they, or they overstand it, and they want it for themselves. So now we're gonna murder this person and take their shit for us. And the selfish interest fucking arise, and you know what I mean. It's like motherfuckers. Like you go back in time, and you know, uh, a lot of them. You're like, okay, this number gonna come out. Of that you go back in time. It ain't no guarantee that number's gonna come out because you changed shit when you went back. I'm thankful that I didn't have to change time to get you back. No, man, just had to go full circle. Pretty wild. You know what I mean? Because if you can't change time, it changed in time. Well, you're my brother, man. You're my brother from another mother, and I love you. Yes, I love you too, man. That's how it works, bro. See, that's how the world should be. That's how the world should be. Even, balanced. You know, it's my own. Oh, matter of fact, check it out. Um, when we were talking about time travel, Osiris. It was Osiris, Nephthys, Set, and Isis were the first ones able to astral project of human, you know, of human descent, of, of I could say demigods. You understand what I'm saying? They were the first one able to astral project. That's why I was Cyrus. But they were, those guys were from Atlantis. I'm, I'm going to have you back on another on the, on the Atlantis episode because I know that's like your specialty right there and, and the Emerald yeah. Tablets. Yeah. We yeah. we are at 58 minutes, man. We're about to close it out. Alright. Well, Can you believe that was a quick-ass uh, time traveling hour there? <laughs> see, see, that's time. See, and that's time and space, man. Time is only put here to mark important events. You know, real important events. Other than that, time is minuscule. We don't really know about it, but you got to deal with it because that's how you get paid by the hour. You know, we're dealing with days. But on the big scale, shit, man, time is irrelevant. You yeah. know, remember, like, like 9-11? You remember where you were at? You remember what you were doing? You remember what happened? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's an important day. You know what I'm saying? It's just shit like that. Even your birthday, sometime on your birthday, you know that's an important date. You just get blurred out because you have so many of them. <laughs> because they're just, they're events. They're not life-changing events. They're not really, you know, it's going to happen. That's just marking another year in your life. It's not one It's an event that happened. Well, Tim, I want to thank you, and God bless your fucking awesome ass mind. Yeah, man, bless. See, 1941. What was that? What happened in 1941? We weren't there, but we know that date because Pearl know, Harbor. 
There you go. See? To be continued, to be continued. <laughs> Tim Simpson, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. And guys out there, if you got a story, 206-666-5847. You can reach me on Spotify platform through Anchor. You can email me at adamairwilliams at gmail.com. Tim Simpson, you're a beautiful human being, man. And thank you for being one of my best friends in the whole world. Yeah, man. Give thanks, bro. All right. Hold on the line. That was an amazing show with Tim. Oh, man. I'll never forget it. 1986. Like I said... I thought he got killed. I thought he got killed, man. I was pretty sure he got fucking murdered. Don't even know how to tell you about it, man. But at the same time, uh, there's just so much we don't know, dude. And Tim was pretty split-powered on the show, so... <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear... Some of the things you wanted to hear, like he said, the thing we want to do with time isn't necessarily the time that we get to do with. Did I say that right? I don't know. I remember I was hustling in New Orleans. I was at my mom's house, Grandma Gutterpunk. She'll be back. She's doing well after Hurricane Maggie, by the way. And if you haven't heard the Hurricane Maggie show, go back and listen to that. But I was hustling in the, uh, on Bourbon Street, and I was talking about the Mandela Effect with somebody, as it's a popular topic for the last, you know, whatever, six, seven years, longer now, but, uh, I remember this woman walking up to me and being like, oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing about that fucking Mandela Effect. Which leads into the story about what she relayed to me. I was like, oh yeah, why? Oh, my boyfriend can't... He just keeps going on about it. He claims, like, he's not my, uh... My boyfriend. He just woke up one day and started saying this shit. And I was like, well, why is that? He said, because... Where he was at... He killed his best friend. And suddenly, he woke up and this dimension where his friend was actually alive still now he's all sweating it because he needs to go back to his own dimension to turn himself in <laughs> probably one of the crazier stories I had heard but uh the fact is, is that we don't really know anything about it dude and I'm not about to go to CERN to go find out. It does make me a little teary-eyed, but I'm going to close out the show because I love Tim so much. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I want to let Tim Simpson know how much he means to me. Sorry. But time... Isn't what we think it is, man. And I'm so thankful to have my friend back. <sighs> I love you, Tim Simpson. 
Well, keep tuning in, guys. And I'll be your doctor. <laughs> and I let you know I love you, too. What's time, you know? It's what we make out of it. I'll be here for you. You've been listening to Adam Air MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy.